Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Coming to you live for the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket Can. It is Maggie and Perloff. It's Monday. We're reacting to a massive weekend of NFL football and had the Heisman Trophy ceremony sprinkled oh, yeah. in there as well. Congratulations. Perloff. Yeah, Caleb Williams. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty predictable, but still very cool. Yeah. I mean, he said that he would basically implied kind of with a joke that He's not even playing in the college football playoff, almost like I'd rather still be playing than get the award. Yeah, well, I think that's probably the right thing to say. It's the right thing to say that nobody will believe. <laughs> yeah, nobody will believe that. As we talked to Danny Warfel last week, he's like, you could win a Nobel Prize and people would still introduce you as Heisman Trophy winner. Like nothing is more, you know, it's the first thing on your obit. I'm getting a lot of, I'm seeing a lot of tw- tweets and Instagrams from college football players thanking their teams and being like, I love this fan base so much. I love being part of this team, but you are not going to see me at that bowl game. (laughs) Half my Instagram feed right now is thank yous, but no thanks. It's funny because they're always so long. Yes, they're so long. I'm like, I I have to put my glasses on and read. I'm like, all right, is Dalton Kincaid playing for Utah or not playing? Just cut to the chase here. sad dad thing. It's like, I got to put my glasses on and see whether or not this kid's Instagram post. Are you staying or are you going? I kind of wish, you know, if they were journalism majors, they'd put it right in the first sentence. They always say you don't want to bury the lead. But now it's if you're a draftable guy, you're not going. It's, I mean, well, but if you're playing the college football playoff, well, you'll play. That's a big debate. And we had this earlier in the year. If yeah. they go to 12, is everybody going to play? Because I don't think everybody will. If you're the 11 seed and you're about to get slaughtered by Georgia, <laughs> oh. are you really going to? Are you also the 11 seed and also like a top five pick? Only Sauce Gardner would probably, you know, and well, they were more than an 11 seed, obviously, in Cincinnati. But Yeah, I, I mean, listen, you're, they're not guys who are just top five picks who are sitting out. Anybody in the first half of the draft seems to be out of the bowl game altogether. Yeah, and if you have so much as a hangnail, you're not playing in that game. It's like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to re-injure the hangnail. Well, remember, uh, yeah, I think it's so many players who got hurt. Didn't John Mechie get hurt in the bowl game? And see him, and then he got sick with leukemia. Yeah, that was but he went from Smith. first round to second round. Jalen Smith, Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah Jalen Smith, who too. came back and really never came back. Willis McGahey, of course. Mm. Well, it was McGahey, right, in 2000 for yeah. for Miami. Yeah, so I get it. Listen, and these bowl Bill games. Bill still I'm, drafted him. I'm sorry. These are exhibition games now, the non-playoff games. That's the rub. With the expand playoffs, the bowls are even less important. Well, in the NFL, all these games are counting big time. And you're getting to the point where every weekend it's this playoff position and that playoff position. And what does this mean for the playoffs? Like we're getting to that time pearl off because we're now into December. And, you know, we talk about this a lot about where's Tom Brady going to play next year and what's it going to look like for him. And, you know, yesterday was this just like a tryout for him in San Francisco to go back to his hometown team. He was awful. I mean, 
Well, to separate from me, was he awful or was the team around him awful or is it impossible to tell the difference at this point? I mean, unless it's Brady, like, you know, engineering a last minute or two last minute drives, I think it's hard to say he's playing well, right? Oh, no, he's playing. You're right. He's definitely bad. But it does seem like there's a problem whenever he throws to a certain player, it goes bad. Anytime he targets Mike Evans, it's it's a more likely to be an interception than a catch. I don't know what's going on there. Well, I guess the question is, like, if you're the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm not saying, like, listen, Brock Purdy is a really nice story here. Yeah. Let's see how long he keeps it up. But are you really going to go all in on Brady after what we're seeing this year? When you do have Trey yeah. Lance sitting back there who you traded the farm, basically, yeah. to tra- to go get, and then now you have a Brock Purdy situation. Yep. I don't think you're going to see more Jimmy Garoppolo, but I didn't think you were going to see Jimmy Garoppolo this year for the 49ers. No. Like, they can't we're not quit counting each him other. Out. We're yeah. not counting him out of San Francisco until he's actually out of San Francisco. <laughs> That's a show rule, by the way. <laughs> there is no putting Jimmy G in another uniform until he's officially gone. I will abide by that because we were all given the oops doops this year, and meanwhile, he was having a good season. So it's like, I don't know. I'm watching Brady yesterday and what we've seen from him this season. I know his left tackle is a walking holding penalty yeah. and there's they can't get the run game going and Mike Evans has his issues, but like this is just not that inspiring and it always makes me think like a lot of guys, some guys are lucky and retire from the game and for most of them the, re- the game retires them. And I'm not saying that Brady is you know, has no value but is he considered an upgrade now over some of these younger guys? Like, we've hit that point of Brady's career. Do you realize what you're asking? You're asking, is Tom Brady an upgrade from Brock Purdy? I mean, am I not fair for asking that question? No, you're, you are. That's an incredible statement. If you statement. put Brady on the 49ers, would he look just as good? He might. That's Maybe. the thing. I mean, Brandon Ayuk with those Mr. Gadget arms seems to catch everything. And he's, they're all the same. The offensive line is better. Christian McCaffrey all of a sudden is on fire. He's I excellent. Mean, the way they're using him is yeah, fun. Yeah, I mean, imagine if Tom ever, ever got a four-yard gain on first down from his running back, what the situation would be. I know. Tom lives in third and long, and I think it's just a mess all the way around. I think the coaching is terrible in Tampa Bay. Yep. The coaching seems really good in San Francisco, so I think Tom would be better, but I think your first instinct is right. There's no way with now two young quarterbacks that San Francisco is going to say, you know what, let's bring in Tom for a year and see what happens. Well, I want to hear from 49ers fans because, like, Honestly, if it's not Tampa and it's not the 49ers because of the nostalgia part of this and Tom's career coming full circle, I ask you, like, is the market going to be super robust for Brady? Well, do you have any teams in mind? I mean, well, I what are the, the, the Raiders? Normal? And I was the thinking, Raiders, yeah. But again, are you going to break up Devontae Adams and his best friend for one year of Tom Brady? I how don't about, know. How about the Carolina Panthers if they get a big-time offensive coach? Like a Sean They have Payton. a good defense. If they got Sean Payton, maybe. They I don't have know. some weapons. I maybe, know that, not that Steve Wilkes is doing a bad job, by the way. I don't right. want to just like dismiss that. He's doing no. fine. They traded away two of the best players on the team. But I think Tom wants an offensive juggernaut to make life easier for him. Yeah, I mean, he's, How about Atlanta? does he have an offensive juggernaut now? He had Bruce Arians, and all reports are he wanted him kicked up to the front office. Atlanta, New Orleans, he should not leave the NFC South. Because whatever team he goes to will automatically win the division because... Look at the future of these teams. They're all terrible. So maybe just stays in Tampa Bay. What are they going to do for quarterback? You want to see another year of this? 
I this don't is really. A sorry, state of affairs here. I don't really, Bucks. but they have been injured. Maybe they get healthy. No, I maybe he retires. Maybe he goes to the booth. He's actually been a little nicer in press conferences. I think he's warming up for Fox. <laughs> Do you think that's? He's always kind of nice. Mm, right? He used to get a little salty with reporters. Well, when you're playing with Belichick, you always look like Mr. Saturday yeah. Night compared to him. Yeah, I, I was. I saw one press conference. I don't remember. I was at the game. It was the most recent time I saw Tom Brady live, and he was upset after the game and gave short, mean answers. Well, the the end of the New England yeah, years was, were not a happy time. No, no, no. And I think also when you play for Coach Belichick at a loss, you can't be happy in a press conference or the coaching staff would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Instead of pulling up like your game tape, they just pull up the press conference tape. They're like, "Was that a smile? How dare you get Foxborough High School quarterback to come in here?" Whatever Belichick exactly. Said. Uh, go to the phones eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. Paul is in California. What's up, Paul? Hey guys, how we doing? Doing excellent, Paul. What's up today? How's Big Dog? Oh, Big Dog's doing good. He's uh, off to uh, college. He's got a lab. Um, he's working on that chemical engineering degree. Um, good for him. But, I, you know, I was just uh, downtown right now uh, in the city I live in. I live in the suburbs of uh, San Fran. And the amount of Brock Purdy jerseys that are out <laughs> is just mind-blowing. And it's so funny because... How you know, do people when, get them so uh, fast? It's been a week a week and two days. Great question. Oh, that, Garoppolo, when he came back, I saw all those jerseys as well. Didn't see it, you know, a Trey Lance jersey to save my life. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just mind blowing to me how these people jump on these bandwagons. And you go to the games there, and, and I think I told you my two favorite teams are, you know, anybody playing the Niners or the Rams or the Raiders, right? Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I grew up in SoCal, and. The amount of jerseys that are coming out with their Merlot and their sushi at the ha- at the uh, tailgate, <laughs> it's just mind-blowing. And I was happy for the kid. You know, That's Perloff's menu at, at his tailgates. <laughs> yeah, Merlot. <laughs> sushi? But seeing his parents, I would drink Merlot. You know, that, that, Force me that to. That was breathtaking, you know, watching his parents get all excited. I mean, any parent wishes for that. But, oh, my God, it's one game, people. One game. I know, well, two but games. Paul, it's, Paul, one, it's, it's two one games. game in three quarters. and I know, but but trying to keep up with uh, McLovin's Eagles or your you know, Buffalo Bills, I mean, it's just, it's night and day. It's so far apart. Uh, you know, Paul, I get it. You, I, I understand it's probably a little bizarre. You're living in enemy territory up there with all those 49ers <laughs> fans, but... Listen, I'm not fully sold on Purdy either. I still think as good as he looked yesterday, there's got to be that game coming, right? We've been watching football long enough to know there's that game coming where he's going to throw a bad pick. I think you guys said it last week. They're going to get the film on this kid, and they're going to figure him out, and he's going to get pummeled. And I I feel bad for him because he's... He's such a nice kid. Oh, yeah. Super likable, Paul, as are you and Big Dog. Thanks for checking in today. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Oops, sorry, Paul. Unless, you're right, the rule is that eventually a backup quarterback gets figured out. You get tape on him. But is the supporting cast so strong, and I believe it is in San Francisco, that they can support pretty much any quarterback? Okay, so Debo Samuel goes down yesterday. He gets carted off the field. Difficult to watch uh, because, obviously, you know, Debo's an easy guy to root for. Now it looks like they've avoided disaster here where maybe he'll just be out for a couple weeks and then come back. Another hit to that offensive 
core and those skill position players, and I think then they might be in trouble. I know the defense is so good and the offensive line is good, but I'm looking at you-know-who, Christian McCaffrey. How much longer uh, is he yeah. going to stay healthy? And with Debo, if he how's he going to recover? He's going to come back. Listen, it was a couple weeks ago. I thought Vaughn Miller was going to be back for the playoffs and then they did an exploratory surgery. Now he's out for the year. I'm hoping that is not the case with Debo, but like you just don't know how these things are going to shake out. No, that's true. Debo, I think his most valuable asset now with this team is as a runner. And it feels like the Niners can always find runners. Did you I, see Jerry Rice? What he tweeted yesterday? No. Jerry Rice was like, we have to stop running these guys up the middle. Like Garoppolo got hurt that way, Trey yeah. Lance got hurt that way, and now Debo's getting hurt that way. Yeah, I guess it's it's a good point. I mean, they do wear and tear on these guys, but I mean, Debo when he ran around the end for that touchdown, that was spectacular. Yeah, but I don't seem to remember any big catches this year. I'm sure he's had them. I feel um, like I'm sure. Yeah, We're I feel like it's not it. a passing offense. That's the thing that makes him scary. Think about how you get to the Eagles and how you get to the Cowboys. You want to you want to control the ball. You want to keep Micah Parsons off the field. I feel like the Niners have a good formula to upset teams. I, I That's why You're I think Brad right. up, you know, just control the ball. That's a lot to ask Christian McCaffrey to stay healthy. Then on the other side of the ball, you say hike, and you're a young... Think about the other quarterback. You got Nick Bosa in that starter stance looking like he wants to murder you yeah. on every play. <laughs> yes. And then if you get past him, Fred Warner is the most athletic linebacker I can remember. Crazy. And then everybody else is solid. And Eric Armstead came back, and everyone is uh, solid. Yeah, I, I think... Fonga. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, who's that guy? Oh, he is nasty. I know. Uh, I think that... I think there's so many other pieces that they could support Purdy. I, I still think they're very dangerous. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So two reactions coming off that game. One, I mean, Brady, are we really going to do this with him going to San Francisco? And do the 49ers fans even want a year of Tom Brady? Look at what you have right now. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is Tom Brady. I'm just saying, do you want a younger quarterback now who looks like they can handle the offense over the pipe dream of Brady, you know? No, I mean, I think if you're going to set up odds right now, Tampa Bay seems like a way better spot for Tom Brady than San Francisco. I mean... But Tampa Bay, that's not a great spot because the team isn't very good this year. Maybe if they have another offseason to get their offensive line up to speed. Yeah, get healthy. Get a big tight end like Brady loves to throw to Gronk. No offense, Kate Otten. At least you probably make the playoffs if you're in Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you get a home I mean, game. <laughs> yeah. Although those Panthers coming on strong, I mean, there's a chance Tampa Bay blows this whole thing. It's not out of the realm of possibility because they, they can't get Is that get more likely work. to send Brady into retirement or ensure I, that he'll come back for another season? I, I don't know. Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. I think it means he'd come back. 855-212-4227. I don't think he can go out on a low note. But it's like, where is he going to go? <laughs> Eventually, he's got to go out on some note, right? I mean, it can't be a Super Bowl. Well, is it really a low note when you have $375 million waiting for you? Uh, I you mean, know? he already has $500 million in the bank. I don't know what difference that makes. <laughs> I mean, 375 yes, That's definitely a low note. You think Tom Brady cares about the money? That guy's obsessed with looking good on the football field. That's all he cares about. That is Because he already has the money. <laughs> Actually, let's make clear. Yes, he's he's doing okay. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, coming up. Uh, oh, who was left shaking their head after the Heisman Trophy ceremony? Did not get to this yet. Your phone calls, of course, as well. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff coming your way in just a moment on CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back to maggie and pearl off on this monday so obviously bad game yesterday for the buccaneers apparently brady had all this friends and family and stuff in san francisco and the offense just completely uh, was dominated by the San Francisco defense. Here was Brady after the game um, talking about all the things that have gone wrong for him and the Bucks. Everyone's got to play better, but, you know, we're just not playing. We just have not played consistently well very often. We haven't played it for four quarters. We played it a little bit uh, at times, uh, not today at all, but some games where we play well for five minutes and don't play well for 55 minutes. I mean, this was a game that the network went away from with like half of the third quarter uh-huh. still to play. I think this game could have gone a little differently if that Mike Evans touchdown wasn't called back on the Donovan Smith holding. Brutal. I think the whole team it just took the air out of the entire team because how can one man get this many holding calls? I don't I, know. I remember <laughs> I remember Garrett Bowles, when, I think he might have set the all-time the Denver lineman, had a million holding calls one year. But this is... Donovan Smith does it at the worst time. Every first down they get, you got to look for a flag with this guy. I think Brady is discouraged. I think this is, is it possible the the most mentally tough quarterback of all time is just, you know, sad? <laughs> he just can't, do, <laughs> I don't think he can handle sad. this. Um, can he handle Of course he can I handle mean, it. No, I mean, I think, I just think he gave up on that game. 
after that touchdown was called back, I don't think they, they moved the ball for another 40 minutes. And they were moving the ball okay up until that point. Then it just stopped. Totally dispirited. Let's go back to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. John is in Detroit. Thinks Brady and San Francisco could work. What's up, John? Hey, how are we doing today? Doing excellent. What's on your mind? Rockstar. Um, I mean, come on. Brady is the GOAT. Let's face it. Yes. Greatest of all time, right? Yes. He went through an extreme emotional disparity, with the obviously with the wife situation, and... You know, reaching out to friends and all those kinds of things. But look at look at what he did two weeks ago in the comeback of three minutes and two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he, he still has a lot of value. What he brings to a team is a work ethic, I think, because he has that work ethic. I mean, I, I, I've watched this guy since he was in Michigan. I mean, look at what he, the adversity that he's overcome. Yeah. I mean, being, a, you know, a, a background draft uh, pick and – you know what I'm saying? But he's, how many Super Bowl rings he has? Yeah, so, he's got seven. No matter what team he goes to, he's going to bring some type of uh, organization to it, like he did in Tampa Bay when he went down there in his first year and won the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, yeah, the John, team around I, him right now is... I, I think what, you're, what you're saying here, it's all valid. It's all great points. What Brady instantly elevates your organization, thank you for the call, and gives an organization identity or maybe they didn't have one. I don't think San Francisco is necessarily needs that. The quarterback is not the yeah. identity of the San Francisco teams. You know, as much as Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, is is well known because he is the quarterback, we all know when we watch San Francisco 49ers games, it's not actually because of Jimmy. He's fine and they win games with him, but it's because of the skill position players, the offensive line, and the defense is unbelievable and they're coached really well. Yeah, I think Tom Brady would take the Niners. That part, I oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I he wanted them the first time around. Yeah, I definitely think it's the other way around. How do you say no to Tom Brady if Tom Brady reaches out back channel and be like, "Hey, uh, you guys want me to come over? Oh, we're good, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. New phone. <laughs> Who this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the goat. Remember me? I, they already said no to him once. If you believe one version of yeah, they're keeping that MFR true. over me, then. That they may have already passed on him. One oh wait, time. wait, wait! I thought. Oh, God, I keep on going back. That wasn't the Raiders. So, if you believe Dana White, it was the Raiders. If you believe, remember Seth Wickersham, who's yeah. written everything about the Patriots. We asked him when he came on the show, "Who was the mf'er?" And he's like, "I will always believe it's Garoppolo." Yeah. I mean, Seth's more plugged in than anybody. I guess besides Dana, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still think it might be Derek Carr, but. Yeah, either way, he definitely wants to go there now, and they probably don't want him. How about Tom is in Atlanta, is a big Bucks fan. Tom, how you feeling? Very good. This is hard to say being a Bucks fan, but Tom is done after this year. I think he needs to be done with Tampa. If he wants to go play for San Fran or whoever, that's fine. Go go do it. But if you've watched any of the Bucks games this year, you will know he is done. He's done. His head's not in it. And that's always been his strongest attribute, his brain, his mind, his willingness, his strength. And now he's just zapped. He's got nothing. He doesn't even have the mental well-being to lead his team. He, he is a leader, and he's not leading. I can't say that for sure. I'm not in the locker room, but you've seen it before with bad teams. He'll get them where they need to go. And this team is just not going anywhere. They need a whole new reset, finish this year. We'll be lucky to make the playoffs. They should just give that playoff spot to the Falcons or the Panthers or whoever really wants it because this team doesn't. They've quit. 
I've seen them quit. You know, Tom, I get where the passion comes from and appreciate it. You know, what I thought was interesting. We've we've talked about this before about Brady gets really animated on the sidelines, right? And we also always kind of were like, that's gonna fire up the team, and this is Brady cares. He's screaming and yelling on the sidelines, and I, I don't know what it's doing. To Tom's point, I don't know how much the team is responding to that, you know, Brady's, you know, breaking tablets on the sideline and all of that stuff. Yeah, he I it looked like him and Evans were getting into it yesterday too. I don't blame him. You would have thought that they had worked that out before, but since the number one storyline on the team is that Mike Evans and Tom Brady aren't on the same page, and the fact that in game they're still arguing, I don't, I just don't understand what's going on here because they were really good the last two years. Now, I don't, I don't, I will not go as far as Tom to say I think the Brady's quit on the season. I don't think that's true. I don't think he's capable of that. Now, Tom might be watching every snap. I mean, I feel like I'm watching a lot of Bucks games too. But I don't see Brady quitting. I see maybe a little bit of his, like, these are tough losses. I think mm. that wears on him. Obviously, we know about his divorce. It's high profile. But I don't think that he's quit on the team. Well, right. I th- I agree with you. I think that he's always in a bad position because they can't run the ball. And every time they do complete a pass, there's a holding goal. And there's n- they have no steady protection. So he does not have the time he needs. Yeah, I mean... Even if he what, what would be the difference if he's quitting or trying on this team? The pieces around him are so bad right now, and the defense. Yesterday, the defense didn't look good at all either. So there you go. Yeah, I I think sliced and diced. By I think Brock if those Purdy. guys all get healthy and come back, I mean, there's obviously one person he's missing desperately. I mean, the Gronk safety valve is huge. There's just no way we knew coming to the year that he's going to need Gronk at some point. We just thought Gronk was going to come back. What's he doing? Why is he still on Fox, Maggie? I don't understand <laughs> yeah, it. I Tom needs you. I don't know. He's one of the 50 people who are on the Fox pregame show. Um, I think that also, and listen, he's totally off his rocker and, you know, whatever, but Antonio Brown was a guy who could catch 50 50 balls as athletic yards after the catch. And obviously, we know that totally imploded. Uh, Jim is in Cincinnati. Obviously, not Brady's fault. Jim, what's up? Hey, I, I just want to say I think San Francisco's the team that can go into Philadelphia and beat them and beat Dallas. And I think San Francisco is going to represent the NFC. As far as the AFC, Cincinnati didn't have no love in the beginning. It was Buffalo and Kansas City. But guess what? Here comes Joe Burrow. I think it's going to be Kansas City and the Bengals play. And it's and I think the Bengals will go, and they're going to lose the Super Bowl for the third time against San Francisco. Oh, man. That'd be that's my prediction. And that's my prediction. Jim, you know what? It's a pretty good prediction. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Now, where I'll disagree is I don't know – San Francisco is really good. Is a rookie quarterback going to win the Super Bowl for the first time ever? I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem likely. It feels like it would have to be a Trent Dilfer with the Ravens where the defense and the run game carries you all the way. Well, I mean, they are, that's what it yeah. is. And what's the, the other one, too, that people talk about. But is Dilfer the, was older, and he was... He g- gave you something. Dilfer I mean, was a high draft pick. The Manning-Osweiler year, that you got nothing out of quarterback position. That's true. And you won a Super Bowl because Von Miller single-handedly won a... Sorry. That sensitive topic. No, right listen, he was excellent. That's why the Bills gave him fifty million dollars, and now he's uh, dude was winning Super Bowl. Play another snap. Yeah, winning Super Bowl seven years ago. Might have won one this year. Won oh. one last year too. Don't forget. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Could have been this year. Anyway. Anywho. Yeah. yeah. Awkward transition away. <laughs> no, I don't bl- mention. Uh, I agree with oh, you. Oh, Jordan Poyer was back. By the way, knocking heads with people last night. You can always tell. Uh, but I agree with Jim in Cincinnati about. I mean, the Bengals, the Chiefs. 
listen, I hope it's the Bills because I'm a fan, but the, if I'm being honest, I already picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl and Bengals and Chiefs. I mean, is there, besides the Detroit Lions, is there a hotter team than the Bengals right now? Wow, that was that game was so bad. Yeah, it wasn't just was bad. Awful. That You're game right. was terrible. Sean Trey Watson, Hendrickson uh, broke his in. Uh, his wrist. Deshaun looks terrible right now. He is looks terrible. Yeah, and I, I mean, feel like everyone's kind of like, well, sucks to be you. you know? No, I think everyone thinks that this. And honestly, this team was is not good. The 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 bones and the guts of this team need a lot of work, in my opinion. Yep, they're just not. And I don't think Stefanski's the man for this. I was going to say, sneaky. Do you think Stefanski's on the hot seat? You know, the know. Browns went, penchant to fire people. Yeah, did he win Coach of the Year like two years ago? Yeah, but so did Matt Nagy. Yeah, good point. He he's got a Matt <laughs> Nagy feel to him, very much so. Uh, but back to Cincinnati and Kansas City and Buffalo. Yeah. Remember last year? It came down to a squib kick or non-squib kick, a bounce of a ball here, a bounce of a ball there. Those three teams are going to be in the playoffs. Kansas City's back seven, back four is so bad. There's no way they're not going to be in some crazy playoff shootout again. I think you cannot predict this because it's going to come down to wild, wild plays in the AFC playoffs. I know, but see, where you and I differ is that while you think that it's just three teams in the AFC, and granted, I think those teams are the best, I'm not discounting the Dolphins. I'm not discounting if the Chargers can play like last night, they can beat anybody. And if the Jets somehow get themselves into this thing, I think the Jets are dangerous. If Mike White is healthy, that defense makes them dangerous. You and I disagree there. Mm. Let's go to Carrie. She's in Florida. She, he, Carrie? Carrie. Hey, Carrie, what's up? Hi, yes. I've been a 49er fan for years, ever since I was a little girl and watched football with my father. I'm now 51 years old. I do live in Florida, but I'm a 49ers fan. And there's one thing about Tom Brady and the 49ers. He would excel them. However, actually, there's two things. The second thing is he's not a team player. Tom Brady wants to coach. Tom Brady doesn't work for the 49ers because they're about being a team, and he is not. Interesting, Carrie. That's an interesting take. Thank you for it. It's funny because when I think of Brady, I think of guy who took a pay cut all those years in New England. Ultimate team guy, yeah. Ultimate team guy, right? Well, I think it's interesting she said that because Kyle Shanahan, as you mentioned earlier, reportedly did not want Brady in there. Well, it depends who you think that MFR is. If you think the MFR well, is, you're keeping that MFR over me, and if it's Garoppolo, then yes, you would have to think Kyle Shanahan didn't want Brady. But actually, there's other reports too that for not even that the Niners had a shot at Brady and were not interested. But Shanahan doesn't want a guy who's going to want to run his own system. He wants to run the Shanahan system. I think that's what he's talking about. Big ego guy. The uh, the other situation with Brady, uh, you know, he got Arians fired. So that yep. I mean, if you seems believe like, those if you, reports also. Right, yeah, there's a logic to the fact that no, well, when Brady comes in, you get yeah. you get. I mean he becomes the face of the franchise yeah. immediately. And maybe he deserves he, that. Maybe he wants his own coach in there. I think that could be true. Maybe it's not that he wants to be the coach, but he definitely, you know, Bruce Arians is not the coach this year. So I think you can make that connection. So maybe Brady was thinking more about himself than the team there. I don't know. You know, I, I thought it might be the opposite. I thought Kyle Shanahan would be a selling point. Like think of what Kyle Shanahan did for Matt Ryan when he was offensive coordinator at Atlanta. Like yeah, Matt Ryan and Brady 
pretty if you were just going to describe them to like a police sketch artist i mean kind of similar skill set no i i get what you're saying but i think kyle shanahan wants somebody who's completely pliable and do exactly what he wants he's mm-hmm. probably thrilled about having brock purdy you know there's some coaches who don't want the most talented player they want the guy who listens the most it's how the patriots kind of won all those super bowls i think I know, belichick so, i mean i think brady has proven he can be that guy Definitely. I think Belichick loved him for the first 10 years because he was a six-round pick who had a chip on his shoulder. That's exactly the Belichick kind of guy. Belichick didn't want a number one overall type. I, I totally understand. Has Brady changed? And is he more of a, a thing now? Because well, remember Brady wanted Alex Guerrero around him in New England. Maybe he started putting himself over, over the, the coaching team? staff. See, it's I, possible. I, listen, for as much as Guerrero, I think, is a bit of a snake oil salesman, I think what Brady thinks that this guy keeps him pain-free. You know, like Mm. he doesn't walk around sore and hurting all the time. Like, of course, if I was a football player, I'd probably want that guy too. Even if it's a placebo in my head, I want that guy around. And Belichick didn't want him around because it undermined the rest of the training staff for the Patriots. Is that necessarily being a me guy? Because a celebrity wants his one dude around? Around, though. He could have had that guy off campus. I feel like Brady really wanted to integrate Alex Guerrero into the team and everything else. Oh, definitely. Because he thought TB12 could help people. Like, I know. He thought, TB12, he thought TB12 could help people, or he thought, I am on sitting on top of a, a gold mine here with the TB12 <laughs> Listen, method. He's going to be sitting on top of a gold mine, whether you, you know the linebackers for the Patriots use TB12 or not. I do think, and this is pure speculation, that it got complicated with Guerrero and Brady. And oh, definitely. Putting, it's in the book. Yeah. Oh, the Seth book? Did, All right. of it. So was there some, in the way that was described, was there some me firstism by Tom Brady? It, it wasn't me first. He just couldn't, for the way that it's reported, he couldn't understand why Guerrero wasn't allowed to be on the team playing or have, you know, the, eventually Brady has a suite in in um, Gillette Stadium and they used to do all the massages and stuff up in the suite because they thought Guerrero was undermining the other strength and conditioning coaches and all the other people right. who were hired by the Right, Patriots. so Kerry's point is exactly right. You bring in a lot when you bring in Tom Brady. Kyle Shanahan... <laughs> Is the he's a, the most controlling coach in the league, right? Isn't that the like he yells at you from day one of training camp, but does not stop yelling at you? So maybe it's not the best fit. It's interesting uh, that the personality clash is what could keep this from uh, being a thing. I call it a, it's, it's an ego clash. An ego clash. Stories right. about Kyle Shanahan is Kyle Shanahan has his way and his way. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd like to see it now. I want to see what happens now. Send Brady over there just for the science. Listen, if you're the Forty ers you need to go six deep at quarterback apparently because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to keep anybody on their feet. You know, again, I think it's a little bit of snake oil salesman, but maybe TB12 would keep everyone a little healthier over there. Oh come on, <laughs> <laughs> pliability, Perloff, get on board. You're saying they should not. I, I like this take. They should hire Tom Brady so they can all get on the TB12. Alex Guerrero, whose water is going to keep you from getting a sunburn. <laughs> I don't know some of the weird things that they've been talking about. I couldn't be on the TB12 diet. I bet I wouldn't last a week. Oh, if yeah. I if the, if Mike and Ike's and Sour Patch Kids aren't part of the diet, then it's a no go. for Guessing me. they're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brady's had a Sour Patch Kid probably since the nineties. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Even if then eight five five two one two four two two seven. Okay, coming up. Have we reached the end of the road for one playoff hopeful? We'll get to that in just a moment. Plus, you're welcome to weigh in. Tom Brady and the 49ers, does this look like it's going to happen next year? I don't know. If you're watching the game yesterday, I think the 49ers are fine without him. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This portion of the program is sponsored by Prevagen. Prevagen is the most recommended memory support brand by pharmacists. Perloff, you want to take a quick guess here? What is the Prevagen memorable matchup between the Patriots and Arizona Cardinals? Patriots and Cardinals. Okay. I'm going to give you 20 seconds on this one. (laughs) I'm going to go back about a decade. I remember my friend Kevin Cobb beat the Patriots. And I don't remember any of the details of the game. Uh, I'm going to say 20 to 18 Cardinals Patriots. No, <laughs> that is not the memorable matchup that Stu has chosen for us. One of those memorable, memorable matchups between the Cardinals and Patriots came on December 21st, 2008. So I thought maybe you were in the vicinity in a snow covered Foxborough, New England dismantled the Cardinals by a score of 47 to 40. Matt Castle started for the Pats and completed 20 of 36 passes for 345 yards and threw three touchdowns. Running back Lamont Jordan added two rushing touchdowns to give the Pats their 10th victory of the season. New England leads the all-time series eight games to seven. Oh, my God. I totally cheated, by the way. I looked up about earlier in the show. I looked up Cardinals-Patriots games. They played six times a century or something. There hasn't been a meaningful game amongst the entire <laughs> lot of them. So Kevin I figured, Cobb was a good, as good a guess as any. But I looked it up, and I saw Kevin Cobb beat them at a really dramatic game that <laughs> meant nothing, just like this game did. <laughs> but well, this game tonight actually this means game quite tonight a bit. means a lot to the Pats. For the Patriots, for sure. Yeah, I mean, listen. The Jets lost yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it... Somebody's got to lose by 17 points in the first round of the playoffs. Might as well be the Patriots, <laughs> the Jets. I mean, what's the difference? Miami lost yesterday, maybe... You're holding out hope. I don't know. I think Miami's I mean, definitely a lock to make the playoffs. This, this is our big show disagreement right now. I think the bottom half of the AFC has no prayer. Yeah, no I don't, prayer I don't see it that way. Oh, all right. You you think that the Jets are going to go on this magical Cincinnati Bengals-like run? No, no, I don't think that. But I think they're a handful. I, I think when you get into this time of year, when you get to the playoffs, having a good defense, having a capable skill position guys, I'm not saying they're world beaters, having a capable quarterback... <sighs> I mean, the run game leaves a little to be desired ever since Brees Hall went out. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not calling the Jets over. Mm-mm. Over. Yeah, they might make the playoffs, but there's no way they get to say that, like, Mark Sanchez AFC title games. I don't, the defense isn't that good yet. So what are you – so you're saying they could get to the playoffs? I think they are – I think they will get to the playoffs. I mean, the problem is what's going to happen with the Chargers here. You know, I, so I'm assuming those playoffs, two teams are going to be fighting for the seventh seed, although are the Jags fully out of it? I don't know. So wait, do you think the Jets win a playoff game? I think they're going to be a handful. That's the way I want to put it. I think they would, I, I don't know how you want to put that. I don't think they're going to be a walkover. I don't think they're losing 47 to seven in the first round. Right. 
But I don't, yes, because they could keep a closer defense. Exactly. But I don't see them as a dangerous team in the AFC. Like, I don't think the Chiefs are worried about the Jets. I think I'm more, I think the, I would describe the Dolphins as dangerous. I would, Dolphins not, are I would not describe the Jets as dangerous. I think they would just be, they're a load because of the, because their defense is so good. All right. Does that make sense? Am yeah. I answering the question for you? No, but I think <laughs> I, I think the Dolphins and Jets are in a little bit of a different conversation. Because I, I, Dolphins I have so. Tyreek Hill. Like you're legitimately scared of them. No, yes, but if you're talking about now, you're saying everyone outside of Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo. Right. I think are I, unserious teams, and I think yeah, that's not true. I don't. See, I don't see the Ravens as right now with everything going on with that team being yeah. dangerous. Ravens, you got to put a like put a pin in that. I think the Pats are that. the same team that got beat in last year's playoffs. I think the Jets. Are same exact team as the Pats. Just what are they? They might be somebody eighteen to fifteen. I, I don't know. They they're just completely non threatening. And by the way, they were they could not have been less threatening to the Bills yesterday. Their offense was so bad for fifty seven minutes of that game. Yeah, but the defense was so good they got the Bills totally out of what they do. And so and now the Chargers. If the Chargers play, if the Chargers defense plays like it did last night, and if yeah. the Chargers two offensive weapons of Williams and Keenan Allen stay healthy. The then Chargers might lose. finally be the team that we thought they were going to be. If we thought they were going to lose by four in a first-round playoff game at best. They're, char- <laughs> they're the Chargers you're talking about, Maggie. They're going to charger it up. Uh, we're also <laughs> talking about San Francisco easily handling the Bucks yesterday. I mean, Tom Brady looked bad. The whole team looked bad. But there's always going to be this sort of underlying question about whether or not Brady could be in the mix for the 49ers next year. Lance is in San Francisco. He wants it to happen. What's up, Lance? Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing excellent. Happy Monday. It's a beautiful Monday here in San Francisco. Sunny out, about 60 degrees. Oh, and it's a beautiful it. day for the Niners. Now, on the whole thing with Tom Brady. Now, guys, like Tom Brady, when Joe Montana and Bright Clark did the catch, I also was at that stadium with my father. And let me tell you, as a 49er fan, you'll never forget that feeling where it felt like an earthquake. That Candlestick fart, fart, Clark felt like an earthquake when that happened. I'll never forget that the rest of my life. You don't think he wants to come back? Although it's not a candlestick anymore, it'll be over at Levi Stadium. He, don't, he doesn't want to do the same thing. Of course he does. I say we give him two years. Lance, isn't that a bad thing when something feels like an earthquake in San Francisco? (laughs) Time to panic. Hey, Perloff, you got to know where to be. You got to be under, 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 uh, you know, your doorway. When the earthquake hit before the baseball game, I was in downtown San Francisco. I opened the door. It looked like a wave. The cars were going up and down like a wave. It was insane. I jumped in my car, got home. I was in Market Street in San Francisco, Mark and Venice, the middle of the city, and it looked like a wave. Wait, Lance, so you you do, that's true that you are supposed to go under the door frame if there's an earthquake? Yeah, the door frame and all that stuff, yeah. Or stay away from the wires, you know. But um, but now I'm I'm a goner if it happens. I drive city buses. I'll be sunk into the ground. If it happens during the day, well, I'm a goner if that happens. Let's but, hope that it doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. But, Lance, yeah. I get what you're saying about memorable moments and about Brady. And thank you for the phone call. Yeah. Brady would gladly sign up for the 49ers. Are you crazy? Like, I, yeah, yeah. I think it's the question about whether San Francisco is going to end up wanting him. Totally. Uh, which is crazy to say about the greatest of all time, but he's not having that kind of season. No. Uh, yeah, that's like asking if now that Giselle's on the market, you know, would I date Giselle if I was single? <laughs> yeah. Giselle uh, being the Niners, me being Tom Brady. I want to run it by your wife, but yeah. Well, I mean, actually, let's not rule out uh, the Niners looking at Tom Brady because a lot of things could happen with the Niners. Brock Purdy could fall apart. That's true. Jimmy G's a free agent. 
and Trey Lance. So it's not it's definitely not out of the question. We're we're all high on Brock Purdy right now. Well, we're all we're, we're some, all feeling some, high, some higher than most. Yeah, yes, we're, we're all in the afterglow with Brock Purdy. We're the afterglow Purdy. of Brock Purdy. But the, <laughs> it's not the, something I thought we'd say today. <laughs> the real part the problem is everybody seems to get hurt in San Francisco. Same thing that talk about the Chargers all you want. There when you're down 14 starters out of 20 22, you're going to be in trouble. So yeah, I don't know. A lot could happen between now and then. Uh, in terms of San Francisco, the rest of the way, so they're at Seattle, quick turnaround. That's on Thursday. Seahawks are kind of reeling right now. Their defense is not good. Uh, then Washington, which I think they're home. I think that would probably be pretty easy. At Las Vegas, who I don't think – Stu, I think we are banned from talking about the Raiders – Ever since they fair. lost to Baker Mayfield, and just then, Saturday and Baker Mayfield in the same year, I think that's yeah, that's it, enough. They're just they're Brock, on the ban list. Throw and, Brock Purdy into that mix. Why not? <laughs> Jeez, how many ways can you lose? Can the mascot come down and throw for three hundred yards? Way, on you guys? Just, I think it's more likely it's the Raiders. Josh Johnson will get in and beat the Raiders. That seems like a more likely scenario. Sorry, <laughs> that feels like that would happen this year. Yes. Well, let's go to Benji. He's in California. Benji will break our rule about putting the uh, Raiders in the penalty box. So you can talk about him. What's up? Yeah, I think you're missing the story about Tom Brady and going to Las Vegas with Dana White. Uh, He reported Brady and Gronk were a done deal to Las Vegas, and um, I think that MFR was Derek Carr. Yeah, no, we we talked about it. We it's who do you believe? Someone who was basically embedded with the Patriots or Dana White? And, uh, and, you know, to be fair, Gronkowski kind of confirmed the story. Yeah, I mean, I do think, yeah. regardless of who that, that guy was, I think that he definitely, according to Gronk, they had had a plan. I don't know if it was a real plan to go to the Raiders, so I believe that completely. That well, doesn't mean, and I'm sure... Raider fan, yeah. I would say that, you know, Derek Carr is driving us crazy. And <laughs> uh, with the Patriots connection... Um, it seems like an obvious choice to me. Um, he has the slot receiver with Renfro. He has the tight end. He has uh, Devontae. He has Jacobs. No, oh, it's a, I mean, you make a good case. Josh McDaniels, obviously, was Brady's longtime offensive coordinator. Benji, thanks so much. I wasn't sure, and I don't know if Brady would care about this, but the fact that they didn't go with him before, and they said, ah, I wasn't going to sign with them anyway. Like, is there some... You know, is there some pride, some ego stuff there? Or is Brady going to still be looking for a home? He won't care. Yeah, and uh, I remember, I've talked about this before, the Bears were in play for Brady, too, because they had a great defense at the time. He was looking for a great defense and an offense he could mold. So San Francisco, Chicago, Tampa Bay, it turned out was perfect for that. Yeah, you know what? I still think it's, I would vote Derek Carr. I don't know why. Because why would he that say he'd that? he'd rather go to Vegas? No, I think that's who oh, the guy Oh, is the MFR? Yeah, yeah. I think that he looked at San Francisco and Vegas. But for some reason, it feels like, because of what Gronk said, that it was Derek Carr. But, I mean, nobody knows for sure. Only Tom Brady. Coming up next, a major injury for one Super Bowl hopeful. We'll get to that. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Destination. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.